0: We go! We thought accounting could be cool.
1: Here we go! Join Andrew Wolf and Brad Dominguez. Our mission: make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are Are you ready?
0: ready? Woohoo!
1: Woohoo! Woohoo! Have to do that every week.
0: Yes, uh, we, we are back. It's another Friday night. Another amazing guest. Uh, you guys have seen her around the QB Connect scene. Uh, you've probably read some of her books. She's got five of them out there. Uh, she's the founder of business. It's the amazing Rondalik, Rondalyn Coralak. I
1: got her first name
0: wrong. You were yeah, working
1: uh, on her surname and you totally butchered <laughs> her, her first name. Too, too
0: much pressure. Too much pressure. I couldn't hear her. <laughs> <laughs> Rondalik
2: Okay.
0: Good oh, to see now you. Now you know why Good
2: you teach my child something simple like eden right?
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh we're we're honored to have the um Canadian f- who's living in Australia. Um so the, the the Canadian from the future who can tell us what's going on and what's what's coming down the path. How's your
1: Saturday going? Yes. Yeah. Saturday afternoon.
2: It's Saturday at one yeah. PM.
1: So what's happening in the future? Well,
2: <laughs> We're in stage four lockdown, so absolutely nothing. Oh,
1: but that <laughs> wasn't there house? on Friday? It just happened in the future. like stuck
2: in our houses, not yeah. going anywhere. We can't even go five kilometers from our house. So you're five. in Melbourne, correct? Yeah, Melbourne. So
1: Melbourne's under a
2: complete lockdown. We've been in lockdown for five months now.
0: What has that done for business or to business?
2: That's totally decimated small businesses, right? I mean, even, even some of the bigger businesses in this last... Um, lockdown that came about seven or eight weeks ago that started seven, eight weeks ago, even businesses like target and Kmart are shut down. Right. So people can go for groceries. uh, People can go and get basic health care, but you know, if you want to get your teeth cleaned or you need some electric, elective surgery, we'll forget it. Right.
0: How long has it been like that? Uh,
2: we've We've been in this hard lockdown, this latest one for eight or nine weeks, I think now.
0: Wow. And so this is your second wave, I take it?
2: That's why the lockdown? Yeah, but we've only got, I think overnight, there was only like four or five cases. It's pretty small now. So Four or
1: five in Melbourne and you're completely locked out? Melbourne is how big?
2: Oh, look, five and a half, I think five and a half million or something like that.
1: Bigger than Toronto, Andrew. And they got five cases and they're complete lockdown. Yeah,
2: but we, but it was high, right? It was up in yeah. the hundreds and we were, I think there were some days that we had, you know, 20 some deaths and things like that. So it was high for, of course,
1: Australia is just a, it's an Island. It's not, you know, it's Island continent and they got to sort of keep this stuff out. You got to be like New Zealand. You got to be like the Kiwis, right? The Kiwis yeah. must be just laughing at Australia going, haha.
2: ha. Well, we've had we've had a couple of bad things happen right so the biggest one that happened to us at the beginning is sydney let a ship dock there right they had a a cruise ship come in full of
1: americans the- i bet i was sorry
2: and it was full of people that had COVID. i think that like more than 20 some people died from that ship alone and they infected wow. hundreds of people and the people flew places right so they didn't just come to australia and get off the boat they flew places including overseas And then more people got on the boat, right? So it was pretty, pretty bad. So that was one thing that really hurt Sydney. And that was kind of at the beginning of all of this. And then what's hurt us is people coming back who were supposed to be quarantined in hotels. They basically um, were going out and doing things with the security guards. The security guards were not doing their job, taking people out, letting them do all kinds of crazy stuff. And that's what caused it.
1: Wow. Talk about stupid things people are doing during this pandemic. It really is. There's no cure for stupidity. There's no vaccine for it. Just no. the things that go on, it, you just have to shake your head. That's too bad because obviously, when can you live your life when, when something like that's happening? Like at least well, here, Andrew, how is it in Toronto? In Calgary right now, we're just take precautions, but I'm living pretty normal life right now for the most part.
0: So we, we're we're going back into some lockdowns, um, and as you guys might know, my wife's a public health nurse, so she works in the system. Um, and um, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get worse. There's gonna be more lockdowns for sure. Um, there's uh, most recently there's been a shutdown on gyms. Um, and- I'm surprised
1: they even open, honestly. Well, and
0: so one of the things is, um, and, and again. Hope, uh, my brother-in-law doesn't get upset with me for sharing um so my brother-in-law owns um uh, one of those spinning gyms have you ever heard, heard of them yeah, you know, yeah. everyone goes
1: see in- cycle we have a big yeah. Yeah.
0: so he he owns one called spinco and they had a massive outbreak
1: i think i heard about that that was your brother
0: that's my my brother so
1: brother my brother-in-law
0: once removed so it's my stepbrother craig it's his brother-in-law
1: i think i um, heard
0: about that yeah and it was and he's a doctor um who who owns it. Um and um, you know, they had done everything that that was they were were required to do. Um, but now like so I have my other brother-in-law on my uh wife's side. Um he's in uh he he he's in pharmacy at Waterloo um and in um biotech and they're actually now doing a case study on my other brother-in-law's um thing because of basically the fact that even though they were six feet apart and they were um doing mass when they weren't in the exercise that the extra cardiovascular like huffing and puffing of spinning- and
1: they say yelling right yeah. that's the thing about they're talking about political rallies and stuff it's yelling can project it that much further so when you're it's not that they're yelling at you but there's high energy everyone's breathing hard and they're like, come on
2: speed it up speed it up
0: you
1: know so
2: well, I
0: if, you, if you're it. at a Trump rally, they are definitely yelling. Wow. Out yeah. <laughs> what are they yelling? Vote him out. No, Vote it's like four he more years. Up. No, when, when he went up to uh, to see the judge, right?
1: RBG. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Vote
0: him out. Vote him
1: out. I know, I got a good chuckle over that.
0: Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought both of you might like that.
1: What a train wreck. Anyways, we're not going to get into the politics, are we? Because I'm starting to feel pretty comfortable with the way things appear to be shaping up in the u.s just because
0: we we had this discussion offline where you're like no no it's a lock he's not winning i'm like i'm not so sure because someone um challenged did did a facebook uh challenge out there and they're like i challenge you to go to biden's page and see how many of your friends like that page and go to trump's page it's, how many- it's
1: irrelevant though because it's not really- it is irrelevant because there's so many people on facebook that are trumpers there's way more people in general that are like what, i don't the- know about you ronald do you problem? go? do you go to i don't even know where biden's page is i don't care
0: but that's you know? the problem like and and this is the biggest issue that they have is they haven't put up anyone of real substance to challenge them
2: that's that's say, vote vote jade simmons <laughs> Yeah, I would. Yeah, like-
1: well, yeah, Jade would be amazing. There's no doubt. But you know, at the end of the day, Joe Joe Biden's doing what he's doing, what he needs to do to win. He's being professional. He's being presidential. He's he's addressing the issues. He's talking to the pandemic like it's a real problem, not it's going to disappear. It's going to disappear. And you know, since since Trump got covid he's been acting like an idiot it's the steroids talking or whatever it's he he just seems out of control the u.s needs some control and and say what you want about biden
2: Um, a pandemic should not be a political issue
0: no it shouldn't it's scientific medical it's sad that it has become a political issue. exactly i should digress because this isn't well you
1: know i'm I'm actually gonna just just it's kind of related but unrelated um Science and math and all that stuff. I, I, um, I had a weekly networking event, or sorry, uh, monthly networking event, actually two of them. One was in a restaurant in an enclosed room, shitty ventilation. Of course, we haven't done that since February, but I had a, a, a monthly event called Beer and Wings and it was at a local pub with tons of room, social, we could social distance, the whole bit. And for the last two months, I've tried to get people interested I used to get upwards of 100 people to this event, couldn't get 10. Um, so anyways, I, I decided that I'm going to step away a bit. And there's somebody else that wants to run with it a bit. But still, we're only allowed to have 30. So I sent out the rules and said, you know, you have to wear a mask unless you're sitting. When you're sitting at a the table, they've got it social distanced. Yeah. So you can network still and you can take your mask off. That's fine. But they said, if you're going to walk around, which we, we don't want you to, Um, You have to wear a mask. So I put that on the rules and I got this guy reach out to me and he's like, you know, why would, I'm not doing that. He starts giving me the spiel about how masks are this and that. And I looked at his profile and I saw some of his activity on Facebook and stuff. I realized he's just one of these people that just doesn't believe, right? It is political. And it just, it made me angry in the sense that, you know, and, and anyone out there, you know, you're entitled to your opinions. There's no doubt about it. That makes the world a great place. We live in a free world. But when you look at somebody else and you judge them because they're wearing a mask or they, they want to follow the science, that's just over, over the top. And if you don't want to wear one, just don't rub it in people's faces that, oh, I'm better than you because I'm not going to wear one. I'm not afraid. Well, that's effectively what this guy did. I run the group. I kicked him out. <laughs> you know, I would do that. I would do that anywhere where people are running around and being mean spirited about it. I'm not going to talk to people that don't wear them. So, you know, to, to switch gears a bit, we'd be going to QuickBooks connect in a few weeks. Um, It's, it's, you know, the conferences aren't happening into it's having a virtual one on November 18th, which is going to be, I think it'll be cool. I'm signed up. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but it's, this whole bit, like I was looking forward to networking. I was hoping to get more people out. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've struggled with during this pandemic is not seeing people face to face. What about you guys? What's it like down there, Rhonda Oh,
2: look, I think it's horrific. Um, a, a lot of um, so we've got, we still have the Institute of Chartered Accountants down here. So we still have the clear delineation between CAs and CPAs and all that sort of Great. stuff. And the feedback that I'm hearing from the organizations is that people have web, web, webinar fatigue, right? People yeah. are not really attending stuff. They're not Yeah, it's like, up. I don't want to
1: go I'll sign up and they will wait for the recording and then I'm not yeah. going to watch the recording anyways.
2: not enough because yeah. people want to see people. People are mm-hmm. missing that human element, right? I mean, Absolutely. that's the thing. Like, I was just thinking that the other day, like we should be on the way to San Jose. and it would you know sing the
1: song do you know the way to san jose i I just walked right into that me too every year i went there five straight years i there's i take the same photo from the airport picture of the airplane and it says i know the way to san jose anyways i think it was sad again
2: last year was awesome like it was such a great year yeah we really good turnout one, you know, got to meet some great people that I only really ever knew their face on Facebook. Well, I, you I, and
1: I knew each other for several years through virtual options. But can you
2: imagine
0: what if in 2020 we can get back together? What that conference is going to be like? It's going to be 2021,
2: off. right? Did you see? Who's going to hold that conference? Right? Who's going to hold it? Is QuickBooks going to come back? Like,
0: I think are- they, I think they will for for that because they know what a rock star event that'll be. It may, Mm -hmm. it may not include a whole bunch of comping and stuff like that. And prices might, I think it'd be
1: smaller and it it might sell out quicker because they can't, I don't think you're going to see these 5,000 people conferences anywhere.
0: Now into it, it that's a pretty big one. with, with, With vaccines and stuff like that. I think if there's vaccines out there, and here's the other thing too, is like, from the medical standpoint of it, again, having, having family members who are on the medical side of it, um, there has been a lot of progress on the treatment. Yes, we don't have a vaccine.
1: I agree. That my wife and I were talking about this the other day. There's actually ways to keep people alive now and get them through it quicker. Which, well, and they,
0: they just understand it better. They didn't understand it yes, at all.
1: Yes, exactly. Like they percent. talk about putting people on their stomachs. Yeah, prone as to opposed them. to lying on their backs, and it's actually the, the so the the death rates are definitely going down, which is awesome. You know, we've learned from that, but uh Courtney and I my wife and I were talking the other day about therapeutics are really the future because even they're saying about vaccines is that oh you have to take it once then you're probably gonna have to do another one and how long does it keep you immune and I think people have a false sense of security I think you're, you're going to be have to be cautious for a while but just know that it's not a necessarily going to you know we'll
0: have to live with it for a little bit. Yeah. I think. and I think there could be things where we're in a we're in a sort of a a, a intermediary where you know rapid testing becomes available. Yes, um, treatment becomes better. Mm-hmm. and we and things get back to a little bit more sane. and and so maybe twenty twenty one will be a smaller conference like you said. That would
1: that would be awesome. Now, one thing I noticed reading between the lines, we, we actually we have the virtual conference coming up November, uh, November eighteenth, San Jose, or the San Jose replacement. Um, Andrew, did you notice when they were talking about it the other day that Toronto is not going to have anything until 2021 like canada so, we're not having a quickbooks um, connect
2: ahead in july or june in 20 yeah
1: it said june tw- yeah it's like toronto is done du- is not happening and or Canada's is not happening I should say toronto. Right. i'm i picturing toronto but
0: well why why would you right like i mean if, if you can like if you can do a webinar that's going to go across the entire world why would you do another one in toronto that's just going to take away from it like just make well
1: the- they're inviting everyone to to the u.s one which yeah. i uh, you know i encourage everyone out there to do it because based on what i've seen into it does these things up but if you're on the list you're probably going to get some cool stuff i said that last week that it's I, into I it
2: sure i'm the first person to sign up for the canadian couch
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah we'll have to well that's the thing andrew we talked about this last week i think it was offline with, with zoom rooms if someone would set up or, you that, know. that's
0: the one thing is i really hope they don't just do a standard webinar i hope they break things out into yeah. zoom rooms they make it social. like i don't want like please into it if any into it execs are listening don't just Susan, do someone it takes Sasan. yeah, yeah. Sasan, please don't just do another webinar with a talking head blurting out at me for an hour and like, make it interactive. Break us into smaller groups. Get a whole bunch of, of of our TWN leaders to manage breakout rooms and make this a fun experience because we're all craving interaction and a talking head speaking at us is not interaction. We need a conference, a webinar that's gonna be true engagement. Break us into smaller groups of five to 10 people where we can be interactive, we can chat, we can do things, even if that's just in the breakout session, have it moderated, get, use your TWN. You've got us, you've got a huge group of TWN people who would be more than happy, more than happy to help out and come in and moderate and, and manage those breakout rooms. Use it. Please, please, please. Don't just give us another talking head.
1: Even well, if I, is, did, I, I just may, well. may have uh, tagged. Sasan.
0: <laughs> Sasan. Yeah, so I, I, I hope he heard that. And I hope if he does join in, he rewinds and, and listens to that.
2: I, I, think some, some I even told parts, him where it
0: was. You
2: know, some of the best parts of the conference were just having little, you know, groups of yes. five to ten people on the, you know, couches That's- outside talking about something or, you know, us going to to and from an event. Canada so. Corner. And in and the one thing Commonwealth is.
1: Commonwealth Corner.
2: What, what I've learned from
0: speaking to people from our community is that, you know, we, the three of us, we're outgoing. We're going to have no problem, like, sitting there and, like, we know enough people in this community where we can bridge that gap. And we'll, like, we'll literally, like, and Brad and I have done this on conferences. We'll go out and create our own uh, Zoom room watching the conference. But there's a lot of people who aren't going to do that, right? There's a lot of people who are shy, who don't know people in this community. So how are we going to bring them in? And I think that that really is key to having a moderated uh, Zoom rooms, right? Like with people who are there, we're going to pull people in. Like you're going to be selected based on, you know, because the way Zoom works is they can choose who goes into these Zoom rooms and then have moderators in there to kickstart the conversation and make sure that there's like that me, the, the three of us aren't all in the same room, that we're split up. And so we, yes. you have like that sort of more engaged, outgoing person in every one of those rooms so that those people who aren't normally, who are maybe a little bit more passive, get connected and get engaged and get connected to our members of our community. Because if you happen to be someone who's new to cloud accounting and a little bit more traditional accountant, shy and reserved.
1: Like most of them.
0: These webinars, this this you know a, a virtual conference, just is not going to provide anywhere near what a QB Connect conference would has given all of us for so many years, and I hope that they can just pivot, adapt, and learn, and not just take the same old, same old and redo it.
1: You bring up a great point Andrew about you know people go to these conferences and they get a bit intimidated because they don't know anyone and yep. and all that and it might be the introverted variety it brings people out of their shells when they go to these events and they get to talk to people that they've been following on there's one thing I've learned about our community there's a lot of people out there I'm not going to use the word stalker, but they're kind of watch what's going on out there. And then they'll walk up to you at the conference and they know everything about you. And you're like, hi, what was your name? And they know a right. lot about you. <laughs> yeah. Hector Garcia. Yeah. And <laughs> so the thing is that, yeah, you want to mix it up because that's good for everyone. And, and I've met some of the coolest people that way that I probably never would have met. And I just sat down and had a conversation. I've got people all friends all over the world that i've, t- I've got to meet that way they might have been a bit shy and then you sit down and you just take a liking to them right
0: yeah i mean often but, some of those shy people are the most interesting people yeah. once i'm going right
1: yeah once you realize oh, wow this person you, you
0: give up. them a shot or two next thing you know they're up on the <laughs> dance floor a party for the life of a party right <laughs>
1: yeah that's been known to happen so
2: look I think there's a few people that um, are, you know, have such interesting personalities Mm -hmm. and such interesting backgrounds and we wouldn't have access to, you know, speak with them face to face if it wasn't for being brought together in San Jose. I mean, you know, many people may might never have met someone like Will Fernell or Carl Reeder because they're, you know. Internets guys country. are
1: famous in the UK. Wow. Oh yeah,
0: and, and they're amazing people too, right? And but and the thing is, you got to grab Carl because we 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 know how hard he can get a hold of. Remember Sarah trying
2: to find him. He, he goes to,
1: the... to bed at like nine o'clock. He doesn't and, stay up late.
2: shy and reserved. You know, when you look at him, you'd presume that he'd be really he'd beat you up. up. And 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 like you like I was expecting this clubber raver
0: dude, he's got yeah. the sneakers going, like the yeah, I took an I took, a, an I took an elevator did. down. I am like, What? That,
2: that's Will,
1: not Carl. Yeah, <laughs> no, Will Will stays out. Like I remember the night before his presentation, he was at the tea sheets party, and <laughs> I was like, dude, you're presenting tomorrow, and that's why we didn't see you, Rhondolyn, like, because you you were the next day, right? Yeah. And he was up till who knows when drinking. Um, the vodka red bulls with everyone else and then he spoke at like 8 or 9 the next
0: day it's like Will you no,
2: can do that no. i love
0: will will's a great guy yeah I, yeah i i it's one of those things like he's one of those guys that like every engagement i've always had with him has always been yeah. so positive positive yeah he's I, a I'm, happy
1: person and he smiles a lot and he yeah. finds and the I, good
0: but i always feel like every conference i walk away like shit i didn't spend enough time with yeah. him
1: i was lucky in san jose because he made a point to make sure that we hung out. So the moment I had touched down, you know, I have this ritual in San Jose that involves just a few things I do when I first get there. And all of a sudden I'm getting all these messages. Are you here yet? Are you here yet? Cause he <laughs> was here like the night before. I remember Rondalyn, didn't you go hang out with him for a bit and, and, yeah, and Sherry I, Lee like, Mathers. We, and-
2: we, we all went out for um, dinner to um, Fisherman's wharf. With Sarah and Mark Wickersham and yeah a few of us had what's your up.
0: background with like how do you have, know all the Brits because you're in Australia like, like but yeah
2: you're connected with influencer. all the
1: Brits he's an influencer worldwide
2: probably Mark because of um, value-based pricing so that's kind of how I know him yeah. and I think I just got introduced to um, Will and Carl through Martin Bissett. so awesome. I think it's kind of once you meet kind of one person yeah. and then they introduce you to it you know a thousand people because I think even someone said to me you know how do you know so many of the Canadians and because I haven't lived there in 15 years right mm-hmm. but it's like you know once you meet one or two people that are connected then it's easy to kind of meet the whole lot because most almost everybody that I know probably traces back to you guys or somebody that you know
0: well we, we might know one or two Canadian accounts oh, a couple yeah <laughs>
2: You know, it's like Eric, right? Eric knows everybody, and it was only his first year. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah.
1: he had to drink through a fire hose. We had him in Edmonton, <laughs> San Jose, and Toronto in a span of like of a couple I'm of months. I'm surprised Eric
2: survived, but like that's a whole other story. Right?
0: Yeah, well, we, we just signed that Eric We're up for
1: November 20th. Anyone yeah. paying attention? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Eric, uh, there's definitely an Eric fan club absolutely developed in both san jose and toronto and edmonton for that matter i mean the story photos were oh yeah people were saying will you take my picture will you take my picture it's like he's trying to hang out and party and drink and he's taking photos of everyone but uh you know he loves doing that stuff um when i brought him to edmonton or convinced him to come up to edmonton he sat beside me and he won an apple watch and i was like dude that was supposed to be my watch that was my seat i moved over for you and then too bad so sad but it was just a it was like it was meant to be you know he he won that watch and and he met all these cool people in Edmonton it was just a one-day conference and he, he's like oh my god this is amazing and he was just raving about it I said just wait till you get to San Jose and uh of course yeah the rest is history there and then Toronto you know I wasn't going to go to Toronto Andrew convinced me after San Jose to go and I said, Eric, you're coming with us, sort of thing. He's like, Oh, really? And just like that, he had these three conferences under his belt. And then the pandemic hit, and he's in the in it with the rest of us. So, you know, we've got these several years of this, but he he had this quick hit. Now all of a sudden, he can't have anything. So,
0: yeah, that's got to suck, right? Like, just yeah. be like, Oh, this is so cool. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> it's
1: gone. So. Till- whenever no. so yeah looking forward to that eric's very multi-dimensional he's uh you know he's got the accounting thing going but we all know the creative side to eric the artistic side that you know he's he's well-rounded and
0: that's what i love about eric is he's like the non-typical accountant because he is so creative and, and he he's he's not your stereotypical accountant and i think that that's what makes in my opinion great accountants i think stereotypical accountants they're easy they're a diamond dozen, right? Like you can hire for that. Yeah. You can't hire someone who actually understands that and is creative. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but they're a unicorn and they cost, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a double-edged sword because um, my accounting career is pretty much. Yeah, you know, I I went against the grain, as you guys might imagine, but people don't always like not against the grain. Not you, <laughs> yeah. It well, got me in, into trouble now and again.
0: Well, with with against the grain, you really have to be an entrepreneur because no one's gonna take a risk on someone going against the grain. It's 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 too much to roll the dice. But if you can do it, those are ultimately the ones who are successful. Because I mean especially if you talk about tax right like good tax planning comes out of creativity oh, like sorry you're were you talking about tax yeah sorry am i putting you to sleep <laughs> like, it's, it's so funny that everyone like tax is such a you know boring conservative industry like great tax maneuvers come out of people who go i'm not going to do it the way everyone else is doing nah. it how can I think of a way that someone hasn't interpreted this before? You guys
1: must know Zimmer, right? Both of you, Henry Zimmer. Rondal, yeah. do you remember him? He was from Calgary. Yeah. And he that, did yeah. CanTax. Remember the CanTax software?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know where it morphed into, but anyways, Henry Zimmer was an instructor at, at the university of Calgary when I was there and I took tax from him full year of it actually. And he, he would show up in his Hawaiian shirts And he'd always talk about tax planning in the context of how it bought him his condo in Hawaii and his Mercedes, his second Lexus.
0: I like this guy already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he'd be like, This paid for this. And he, yeah, he had the the gold necklace on and he was hilarious. Um, I never
2: had him. Was he at Haskane? Was he
1: at the. Yeah, when I was there, I'm class in 1990. And he uh, he made it interesting. Uh, It's actually surprising. I didn't follow the tax lead because I actually really grasped a lot of what he was teaching
2: you know we went to Haskane at the same time I graded in 89 from business and then 92 from law so we were at school together
1: we should have known each other we probably did most people hated me though because I was kind of like I am now just kind of I had a shit disturber friend and uh, I don't think he's listening. his name's Eton. yeah it' look kind of like you, Andrew, but in a different way i we we worked to, or we didn't work together. we went through uh, went to university together and then we we articled at different firms and when we wrote the UFI, um, we studied a bit together, and then when we opened our marks, we stayed out drinking until all hours of the night went to the international hotel in downtown calgary we are different lineups because of our last names and we vowed we wouldn't open together um just in case someone failed and someone passed we didn't want to be that guy who, who had failed so we went opposite directions as soon as we got our marks they actually gave them to you in paper form a little envelope yeah. whether you passed or failed you got the same envelope remember that ronald was it at the international for you too
2: I can't remember. I think it was, yeah, but wasn't that on Fourth? Probably. 4th it was on Fourth. Yes, oh, and yeah. it's been.
1: There. It was there for years. And you went in there, and they prayed you in the like cattle, and we'd had no sleep, and we'd been yeah, drinking. So it the went night around before. the
2: corner, right? It was like yeah. down on the back. Yeah, it was-, I
1: was like going to the. It was like going to the gallows. That's what it felt <laughs> like. So the hangover really started kicking in at that point, and we were side by side. You could go walk there from there. You
2: could go straight to Joey's. Yes. So,
1: <laughs> so what Ian and I did was uh, we both got our marks. we scattered in alternate directions. We both ended up in the same parkade. We just came in through different directions, looked at each other, and then he opened his, I opened mine and all I saw was the word congratulations. He saw the word congratulations. The hangover went away pretty fast. Um, we went running around the parquet. It was at the, yeah, I don't remember. It had a, like a spiral thing and we were yelling our heads off celebrating and somebody said, so I'm gonna call a cop. What the heck's going on? We said, we just passed oh, at the, the bloody Yuffie, go. No. Yeah, everyone's like, huh? You know, but yeah. but it, it, you know, it, was, um, it was, it was crazy. just, we yeah. were different. Like, I know that, I, that we pissed a few people off at university because I'd meet these people after I graduated. They say, you are so obnoxious, but it's like, look, you can't be serious all the time, right? Like the thing is about our profession, there's so much detail, so much information that is frankly boring to the average human. So it can't be all about that. And going back to the conference side, that's where I I find them awesome because there's a lot of people that do, that are like that. There are people, we brought it up already, that are in a shell. Conferences break them out of it. I think it's good for the profession because, Andrew, as you mentioned, people with that sort of personality—they're um, not a dime a dozen. They're hard to
0: find. Yeah, yeah, but they're but the, yet they're, they're hard to manage. There's hundreds too. of them in the QB Connect community, yeah. Yeah. and and we are very fortunate to like get so many of them who come and join us every Friday night.
1: Exactly,
0: um, because there's and and that I think is what was so amazing to me about into it and QB Connect is it made me realize like look not all accountants are that stereotype yeah. and there are other accountants out there who are like me who like to have a lot of fun who are outgoing who you know um a couple know, hundred yeah a couple like probably a couple thousand even. yeah you know, like, uh, you know there's at those
1: parties right
0: yeah there there's a lot more of us than we think there yeah. and I think even though there's many people who are still in that shell who when we break them out they're going to be just like us they've just been conditioned to be quiet and timid and conservative because that's what an accountant is that's what everyone always told them that an accountant was and you had to be conservative and you had to be right wing and you had to be all these things right and that's not
2: necessarily true and we're i I think into it but is showing you. That, that's that's how that's how school is that's how yeah. that they're trying to they're trying to mold and shape absolutely
0: and there's a lot of pressure to become that way the entire profession is geared towards pushing you towards that point of being like that but you don't have to be right you can acquire the skills and the knowledge that the institute brings which is important right that that is that base knowledge is critical But it doesn't mean you're being funneled to a point. You can be you, whatever that is. And I think that that's what's great about us is like, we're all amazing people. We're all amazing in our own different ways. Like I'm not like Hector. I'm not like Michael. I'm not like you, Rhonda. I'm not like Brad. But yet we're all these amazing accountants who are doing things different than what the norm has pushed, pushed down or pressed onto this industry of what an accountant or what a bookkeeper should be not one of us is a stereotypical accountant but not one of us is like the other either right and i think that that the beauty of what intuit is is it encouraged us to be our true selves and to sure. be you know to be comfortable in our skin of being different right that's maybe that's point. a little bit nerdy maybe that's a, a little
2: you're bit gonna get, you're gonna get your best results you promote diversity right so you Mm -hmm. can't if if 10 people are sitting at a table and they're all saying the same thing nine people should get up and get the hell out of the room right like there's no point we need that diversity to be great um we need to bring be bringing people to the profession be bringing people to the networking of you know these different conferences who come from different backgrounds who have different lifestyles different cultures different you know all every every aspect of their life yeah and we need but that it, we need that desperately
0: it also takes a lot to have that confidence to be yourself and to be an independent thinker and a free thinker and and voice those opinions like that i i mean i don't know about you maybe brad you were a little bit more outspoken earlier on but for for me a, a lot of uh, you know my youth was was probably way too much of following the norms and feeling like I had to fit in and I had to follow trends and I had to be a certain way it was only later in my life that I started to become more confident and more comfortable and just being who I am and if that's different that's maybe a good thing not a bad thing it's a Whereas, good thing yeah in, in be my comfortable YouTube- in your own
1: skin you hear that all the time right you have to be right. comfortable with who you are
0: I can tell you in high school, I was definitely not comfortable in my own skin. And I was definitely trying to fit into, you know, the cool kids clubs or the jocks clubs or whatever it was, but I wasn't focused on just being me and being confident in myself. And I would say that that probably hurt me more than helped me, because if you think back to who the popular kids were and stuff like that, it was the people who were, they were confident in themselves for whatever reason.
2: That's one of the things I liked the most about KB Connect, right? So there are a lot of different groups there. Let's be clear. There was a lot of different, you know, groups of people hanging out, but I always was left with the feeling that everyone is welcome. Yes. I never ever felt that, you know, I couldn't break into that group or that I wasn't included or that I couldn't, you know, go along like the level of inclusiveness was really, really high. And I don't know if you guys felt if I'm speaking at a school or it's just my personal opinion, but I always felt that. You know, I was I could go along and I could join in and then I could be part of these different groups. Everyone was quite welcoming.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's that's what I felt. The first time I went, you know, I've I've told the story before. I wasn't part of the community. I wasn't any sort of influencer. I didn't know anything about anything to, about QuickBooks, hardly at all. They just invited me because they thought I might make be somebody that might enjoy that part of it you know brian tritt up here in canada identified that and just instantly i felt like i was part of something bigger right it was just everyone was so friendly and so outgoing and so so caring and and everyone shares you notice that it's not just knowledge but it's everything
0: and it was the people who were like and to me like what was most amazing but like i had that same experience like early on it was like big people in the community at the time i didn't know they were the big people in the community
1: right? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. this hector guy
0: yeah well, well i no, remember he was one of the with, few
1: people i didn't know before
0: yeah i remember sitting down with with seth david yeah my first qb connect and just having a chat with him about social media i remember even before i even got there connecting with him on twitter and him being supportive and encouraging like before i even got there uh, the, and these were people like at the time I didn't know who was who or what was what um, and, the, and like these were people who were like the, the keynotes well not, not the keynote but the speakers at all the breakout sessions were absolutely encouraging welcoming warm like it was a, a type of place where like literally if you happened if there was a circle and you happened to be standing at the edge of that circle accidentally someone would be like, oh hey who are you I'm Andrew you know and like just connect and engage with you and that's the hard part that's gonna be very, very difficult to recreate in a virtual yes. environment. Because people
1: are just gonna turn their camera off, turn their mic off. They're not gonna interact. You don't get that that body language and the-
2: Well, plus think about all the hugs, right? Like, yeah. you know, not everyone's a hugger, right? But we all are.
0: <laughs> Everyone at TV connects a hugger. Whether you wanna be, like Chris Fudge is not a hugger, but he he became a hugger because of this community.
2: You know, that's the part that, you know, I liked the most. That's why it?
1: pandemics don't really work with yeah. conferences right there. You nailed it. Even with mass and stuff, it would be like, it just wouldn't work. I don't the think morning. the
2: conferences, I think what they're going to learn is the conferences aren't about the exhibition, like all the sponsors and mm-hmm. the staff and the conferences aren't actually about the webinar, you know, the, the physical presentation, The conference is about everything that happens outside of that stuff. Yes. And how in the heck are you going to recreate that when people can't hug each other, when people can't sit down and have a drink, right? When people can't, you know, go for a walk or go from here to there, like that part is intangible and impossible to replicate without the physical face-to-face.
0: You're you're so right. Like sometimes like I, I'm just thinking back, like, like, the random walks back from the conference hall to the hotel and you just happen to be walking to spot with whoever was in the area and having a conversation. You've never met them before, but it just instant conversations. And you know, you obviously. How
2: about about when we went from the tent? Do you remember the night that they had that tent event? Like it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Brad's, Brad's going away party. Right.
2: And then we went, we walked for like blocks and blocks to find that place that had where the picture was taken. The one that you guys showed, for the promo to this event where Aaron took Eric took that picture where there was the wall of alcohol, and we all had drinks there and stuff and you know we just ended up in some place (laughs) because we just quest for
0: drinks yeah the quest for alcohol 1 1
2: a.m walking up the streets in San Jose looking for anywhere that's open
1: well when Andrew and I went to London you know, it had, I've talked about this before. London had a completely different vibe. People didn't stay out late by any stretch. So Andrew and I actually found a bar. That
2: might have been tough for you. This bar well, didn't close. We're, we're they paid we're, we're, like a
1: $2 cover charge or two pound cover charge to go into this place. And you could drink till whenever, the, until the sun came up. It just didn't matter. And we just didn't have anyone to hang out with. I mean, we yeah. had Ainsley Damery and his and the Clarity crew, which they're first rate and I could spend days with them. They're so much fun. But it was just the five of us instead of 50 of us or 100. It would have been perfect. We were so excited that we found this all-night bar, but no one to take to it. Well, if
2: the <laughs> Australians are the exact, exact opposite of that, right? Yeah.
0: That's so the, the one Auss- thing. Like, that's the that's the conference I missed. And I yeah. was like, that was my dream. Yeah.
1: The- Last year, the Aussies, there weren't many there. And it was, it was tough. You and obviously you and Clayton were there, What You're an honorary Aussie. Um, but yeah, like Diane Lucas and Lillette um, wasn't there. And those, yeah. are, those are my people as much as you guys are. And I get on well weird. with the
0: Brits, but there's nothing like the Aussies. The yeah, Aussies, well, are, the Aussies are from the future. A the Aussies
2: are, are Canadians that don't have a hockey team, basically.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Crazy, crazy! Anytime you start talking about a one of your a memorable experience, you can usually picture an Aussie nearby.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's true.
2: That's the thing. Well, the Aussies, like I missed. We had no conference here this year, right? It was canceled, and I, it would have. Oh, been, that's right. We would. We normally have a you know two day conference down here as well. We didn't have it, and
1: Aussie, oh, Aussie,
2: Sorry. all that experience. <laughs> I forgot it.
1: my call is there. Uh,
0: have you ever done a zero conference down there? Zero code?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: What are they like? I mean,
1: like they look like fun. I'll be honest with you. Yeah,
2: look, I think it was quite good. One of the best ones I went to was up in Brisbane, you know, the size of about three thousand people. Um, they also had a big sit-down dinner. So back in the original days, what they were doing was sit
1: down with three thousand people.
2: Like a normal dinner where everyone dressed up in fancy, you know. Formal dresses and stuff. A lot of women had full length gowns on, so that was.
1: Andrew, we'd have to bring tuxes to that. Uh, sure.
2: I think we I think stopped doing that because the. We contract- do our
1: Blues Brothers thing again, Andrew.
0: I, <laughs> I can just imagine people in tuxes, but shit, face.
2: <laughs> it
1: sounds like Bermuda to me. It sounds but like I Bermuda to me. We wore tuxes they're- all the time down there. They're.
2: Contract- was more focused on the vendors so there was a lot more um focused towards pushing people into the main room where they were like talking to vendors and seeing all the sponsor stuff so that seemed to be the focal point and i don't think that is the focal point of qb connect at all the focal point of qb connect was the, the couches part. and yes. all yeah. of that you know it's con- it's
1: the I connect mean. part like you can't it's, um, it is I understand
2: the, that. that. Yeah, but it, it's also important
0: to understand that, like, from a conference standpoint, it is really important to get the vendors working with the communities. Is there a way to do that organically that actually synergizes with this 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 concept of like get a couch? Like, should should every vendor booth have a have a couch instead of instead of like a
1: bunch of computers? why not a couch and swag and and like. Probably a lot. A lot of them have candy. Have you noticed that? You yeah, have
0: but also a big swag shoppers, right? Who just like they're yeah, like, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Give me the thing. Okay, I'm out of here. And they literally yeah. like they're only going there for the conversation yeah. to to get the swag. Which I, I think, to be honest, I, like I, I've never been a huge swag guy. Like, trust me, I like swag. I need new swag. I, and we all yeah send us some swag, people. We we <laughs> we'd love to promote you on the show. Um, but they, it's it's never been to me about like what i'm gonna get like what coffee i'm literally wanting to go and understand and then i've also found that when you do that it's actually really hard to do that at conferences like i know sometimes they'll book your demos so you can get the demos my solution has always been to just go when no one else like when everyone else is not like so i would never go to like the trade show floor at an intermission
1: yes when everyone's there yeah you're not gonna get real time And that's a good point because you remember last year that one day that we were all in class in, in, in sessions that it was closed.
2: Brad, were you ever in any sessions there?
1: Well, yeah, no, let's just say theoretically, (laughs) hypothetically I was in sessions, but the app partners on the Friday were just walking around looking for things to talk. You know, they were talking to people out in the hallways and stuff, but I wanted to go to the app hall. I think the app hall should stay open throughout the day. I remember one year end did you remember this? You weren't even th- allowed in the hall.
0: I think the app hall should be open in the evening and that's where you have your drinks. And it should be like that instead of like, like the app hall should be like the, the, the hotel lobby bar. You know what I mean? And it's you get a banner, but no computer monitor, because don't try and show me the entire app right now, because quite frankly, I don't have the headspace. Yeah, let's
1: let's schedule a demo down the road. Build a relationship with me,
0: get to know me a little bit. I get to know you a little bit, and we'll meet next week when the conference is over. But we'll exchange information. Give me an easy way: scan the badge. We can do that stuff. That's great. I think that that's all for it. So, oh yeah, you know what? This sounds really interesting. You can talk to me. And tell me, you know, the 30-second elevator. Yeah,
1: tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. Ver- verbalize it. And maybe have, you know, a video that just goes on loop and it shows you what the tool does. A little short presentation that if somebody really wants to know what it's all about, they can watch your presentation on the on the big screen. But you're right. The person should be able to verbalize, hey, here's where we think we can add value. Do you want to talk next week or yeah. whatever? Let's Let's book an appointment.
2: I'd rather go to the booths when it's like lunchtime and actually yep. eat lunch, talking to the people at the booth. And that. All stuff. Right. Like that to me makes more sense. Right. Because you're eating something, you're sitting down, you're it's, you're in a different frame of mind.
0: Yeah. You almost want like a lunch breakout where like you have a lunch room and you have a table and an app partner at every table and the app partners there, they get, they get half an hour to present, not like with a formal presentation with a PowerPoint and a slide deck to just literally say, hi, I'm Andrew. I'm Joe. I work for this app. This is what we do. Do you have any questions? Any of you using us already? Who's not let's like, you know, anyone struggling with this issue. If I'm a cash flow app, like business, let's talk about, you know, what, what, what are you struggling with cash cashflow? Yeah. Right. Or if I'm uh, you know, whatever the app is like, let's just have a conversation around the issues. You know what I mean? Let, let's not talk about my specific app. Let's, just have a conversation. And you know what? For those of you who are interested, let me
2: scan your badge and we'll book a follow up call.
1: Yeah. That makes, easy to do. that makes so
2: much more sense. And plus, think of all the less waste, right? There'd be a lot less swag going in garbage bags. There would yeah. be a lot less time putting up all these booths and then taking them down. Yeah. You know, for what purpose?
0: Yeah. And I mean, it would be interesting. We're, we're, um, I'm not sure when our next app partner is coming, uh, coming on the show, uh, but it'll be interesting to hear from them. Like what is actually their conversion rates from these sh- trade shows? And do they drive conversions? Do they drive sales for them? And what works for them? And would they be better off just building organic relationships and following up with a demo, like a full hour long demo later after the conference? Maybe it it is working.
2: Think about how tired you are at a conference, right? And you're distracted because you want to talk. You're thinking, I need to talk to Brad and I I don't know where so-and-so is. You're trying to locate people. When are they (laughs) serving lunch, right? Because you're hungry or hungover in the case of you guys, right? Or, (laughs) you know, you're thinking all these things and, oh, I forgot that I have to go to so-and-so session. You don't have the headspace to watch someone's demo like you're just yeah. not you're not giving you're not fully present right it's like you're on a date with somebody and you're texting someone else that's exactly yeah. what. It's and th-
1: no one likes the hard sell either so i think that at the as, at the end of the day it's going to be more effective because it's all about relationships i support the apps that i have relationships with the people behind the app what you know you- it's 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 like everything else it's the people that make it not necessarily the app
0: here's one it- of them. What other idea I've just thought of? App speed dating. There you go. So, like, like literally, you have five minutes, ring a bell, you're gone. Yeah. And then you're on to the next app. For those of us who are new to the community and don't know about all the different apps, you can sign up for a one hour app speed dating where you get Michael, to. Go Michael Evoy nailed it. it. One minute each.
1: Michael um, Evoy uh, said in the comments appetizer with the apps food and function with app partners yeah, yeah. that like makes it.
2: more sense
0: yeah. yeah
1: thanks mike and <laughs> michael's trying to tell us he was introverted and shy before he met us andrew but uh, yeah right uh, i don't know about that
0: it, w- it was just that only half of the country could understand them that's all <laughs> yeah it
1: takes a while to understand
2: why is he from newfoundland
1: or something oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. oh boy oh, yeah. and he loves to sing he loves yeah. to sing He's taught us many. My, yeah. uh,
2: I love to sing too, but no one loves to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, that's that's a great idea. Is is I like that speed dating thing. I think that would that would be very effective. The only thing is is there's so many apps. You know, how many dates do you want to, I guess it's up to you. You sign up for the dates you want to go on.
0: No, I see I think I think I think it's different. You you literally have like you have to meet everybody because I think one of the things is sometimes we don't know what we don't know about what apps are out there. Right. So maybe, maybe you do it by like, uh, by category, you know, the apps are separated by category. Okay. So you could have a speed dating by one in one specialization. So you can pick your specialization, but then you got to go through all of them and hear like from each of them and they have one minute to impress you. Not like, and I wouldn't even do five minutes. It's like one minute. Like, like if they can't impress you in 30 seconds, then you're on to the next and you're going to hear from all the people in the industry um, in that, in that area in a short period of time. And those you want that, that impress you that while wow you, you're going to book a follow-up meeting with. And, and it's like, you know how like with speed dating, how they do the matching. Oh, you matched with, you matched with receipt bank. So you get a follow-up date. Right. And, and you would only get swag if you matched. Right. Oh, well, well you liked receipt bag, but receipt bag didn't really think you were a fit. So you don't get a jacket this year. Right. You don't get a vest, you know, like I think you can make it fun and interesting like that. And if you do match, then you get swag and you get a meeting, but if you don't book an hour long meeting, you don't get swag. I could save the app partners a ton of money and swag that goes out wasted. I think there's a lot of waste and a lot
2: of it's plastic. And I'm not
1: really big on. Yeah, that. I hear you. I, I pretty much go for the socks and the t-shirts because that's like a wardrobe, especially for for a guy like me. You know, I, I'm not really fashion. Yeah, you're
2: conscious. looking for a new wardrobe, right? You got you got wardrobe needs this year.
1: Well, I do now, but yeah, I mean, um, but that became my my outfit, my shtick, right? Color key glasses and shoes.
0: I only wear t-shirts that i get for free yeah. like can you buy a shirt i'm like i can i just Don't They're want super to. <laughs> company. These are t-sheets shirts. They're like,
1: yeah and i mean <laughs> some of the shirts are truly comfortable like t-sheets started that whole trend i know chata when they were all in about they they kind of said where did t-sheets buy their shirts and i and tanya hiltz she's bought t-shirts from the same source and this this one i got at scaly new heights from from give it they've got it dialed in so you know it's actually it creates a very positive impression so there is the power to do well there but yeah it's like the little doodette, these little gadgets and things some like i don't need any more uh, battery backup things those things those little things are they don't have much capacity they don't work very well they're good in a pinch but
0: Here's the other true. thing, too, is if they weren't giving swag to everyone, they were only giving it to people that they matched, they could yeah. give better swag. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you look at some of the stuff we've gotten from Receipt Bank, you're like, wow, that's pretty nice swag. Well, some those of the vests. Stuff, Those vests, uh, you know, the backpack, like, we, we've gotten some pretty nice stuff. Remember the backpacks from the first QB Connect that people are, like, so jealous of now when you when you see them?
1: Oh, like, the one that talk about I've got mine in a pile nearby. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: but there, there's, there's some amazing swag.
2: But and good and swag is
0: expensive.
2: Year, I don't know if you guys know this, but the speakers this year got these really nice duffel bags that were given to us by QuickBooks for speaking. I mean, they were quite nice luggage, right? Yeah. But, and they gave us um, jumpers as well. Yeah. Like we got, a, you know, a zip, like kind of yeah. like what Brad's wearing, but it's got kind of like a zip that goes all the way up and it was quite thick and black. They were They yeah. were quite nice.
0: We got a really cool, um, the bomber jacket. Yeah, really cool bomber jacket. They even give us like Bluetooth earphones. Like they give it like, and I got to give props into it knows what good swag is. And I'm like, they've got some, they may have some crappy swag out there, but they also have some amazing, yeah. amazing.
1: bank is pretty high up there too. They they've yeah. had good shirts. And like you said, back, I, I we got those backpacks in London, Andrew. That when I was wearing them or using them in Toronto and San Jose, even the receipt bank people were chasing me down saying, where did you
2: get that? That started in Australia. Those were, that started in Australia. And I think they spread around where they got them from and everything because they were nice backpacks, right?
0: I now have about 15 backpacks. though. Yeah, I have too
1: many backpacks. There's no doubt. Yeah. And where do you put all this stuff? You know, that's the that's thing. For me,
2: when you're going home to Australia, I had suitcases full of Crown Royal and Hawkins cheesies. I had that's right. Fun. Thank God for the careful for
1: what bath you, bath you, bath you bath. asked for. You had so much booze to bring home. No <laughs>
2: room. For so sweat. is it all
1: gone? Did that last you a week or two weeks?
2: <laughs> two weeks gone. Okay.
1: With the Crown Royal or the Hawkins cheesies?
2: A little a from Column A, a little from Column B. <laughs> a lot. I'm telling you, I could just gone right so yeah i need another conference you know i swag you know you can have all my swag i just want cheesies and you know crown yeah.
0: royal and i i would give up all the swag just to be able to hug some of my friends again yeah right? yeah
1: yeah that, that's it comes down to that's all you're really there for
0: mm-hmm.
1: if they said no swag we're doing a swag free conference i'd be like okay whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. free booze though right <laughs>
2: draw a card right
0: uh, yeah but guys so. believe it or not ten fifty eight. oh we've 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 hit an hour it, it, it flies by um and before we go um i want to quiz uh Rhonda lynn i oh, want to see if she can name all five of her books <laughs>
1: oh, We know about the financial foreplay because Cindy Schrader actually reminded me of it, and I have that. And I made the comment to Cindy when I brought that home and showed it to my wife. She frowned, (laughs) like, "What's this foreplay thing?" And everyone knows the coverage. Yeah, but now she's thanking me, right? Now
2: she's thanking
1: me. Oh, speaking of Australia, we have a comment here from Clayton Oates. He's from the future. Hey, buddy. Hey, Clayton.
0: What did Clayton yep. have to say?
1: He said, "Looking forward to the day I can hug you too, big fella." Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, if know, anyone I, wants to come I, hang well, out with us after we log out, I just put the link in the in the um, thread, the comment thread. Clayton, uh, Michael, come come say hi. Yeah,
2: so, let's
0: have a chat. Oh, wait, the quiz isn't over. You've only Sorry about one that. One. You,
2: financial, got foreplay. financial foreplay on the shoulders of giants sales seduction pricing value and implementing pricing value
1: those last Uh-oh. two word is uh the, f- the first three titles definitely <laughs> yeah there's, definitely
2: a, yeah, there's definitely a yeah <laughs> oh look if I, if I do something on social media, I'm going to call it expose yourself. So I'll go back to my salacious titles with my next
1: one. And, and Michael Eboy has pricing value, financial foreplay and sales seduction.
2: To ask him which one he likes the best.
1: What do you like best, Mike?
2: <laughs> Hopefully we'll have time to hear his answer.
1: Well, you uh, can click on the link and tell us too. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we want to hear that. So next week we have Andy North and Seth Feinberg.
0: Um, is Andy still in that. America it will be his well, <laughs> <episode>. um, <laughs> it's funny you say
1: that film. yeah it's his last one he's headed back home mm-hmm. we just so be sure to talk week. to
0: him about the immigration process and uh, the pain points of that and you know um, we're looking forward to having him and we have another amazing episode after that the week after that Michael and Hector are coming back right
1: Yeah, Andrew and I are taking the night off. And uh, so yeah, we're going old school. We're going to get the the founders of FNL on. They both graciously agreed to fill in for us now and again. And what a great way to um, know we're in good hands, obviously. So we're looking forward to that. I'm probably going to log in anyways, just (laughs) force a habit. (laughs)
2: make
1: sure they're doing it right (laughs) well it's kind of where it began for me with with Andrew and Hector and Michael when they started it was just what I did on Fridays and
0: and and Michael and Hector were were the founders of the show to be honest um and uh and you know they got they got busy with some other things but uh they're missing the show they're missing the community they want to get back involved and we're looking forward to having them back they will always be you know a big part of what fnl is and and we'll have anytime they're willing to give us their time and energy so for those of you, okay. you want to hear them talk come back in two weeks and,
2: and see, I, you guys makes me feel a bit homesick so i wish i could give you guys a hug well, likewise well, great, well, great to well. see
1: you Rondolin
2: yeah.
1: we'll, we'll keep chatting when we log off there but yeah, you know, we'll thanks. hang
0: on after showing everyone else we'll see thanks you guys for next coming week. Bye for see now. you
1: next week